0: The worship was so good today and I know that Marie didn't know what I was speaking on I didn't even know when she picked the list that she knew I was preaching (laughs) but practically every song um, speaks to something that I'm going to say today Um, he's so awesome isn't he it's just so cool um So as I prepared today, and um, I said, well, okay, God, I'm just going to go through my notes and kind of refresh my memory, and I'm just going to give kind of what I did at the retreat, you know, just kind of do the same thing. And uh, he said, well, no, I don't think so. (laughs) He said, "Um, you know, sometimes leftovers aren't always fresh and wonderful to eat again, right? So... Um, but he wanted to bring new life to it, and um, he put new sauces and new spices into the leftovers so that it's live and full of life for you, and it tastes wonderful as you're eating it today. So today we're going to talk about hope. So we don't think about hope very often. Um, even in our conversations this morning, I probably counted 10 people who said the word hope. You know, oh, I hope this happens, or I hope so, um, and so sometimes we say, um, I hope the Broncos win and the Raiders lose. I hope so, right? <laughs> sometimes we say that, right? Sometimes we say, man, I hope I got an A on that test. Man, I studied really hard. I hope I got an A, right? Or I hope we can go on vacation this summer. We say it a lot. We say, we don't know what it really means. Do we really understand the power behind that word hope? Because it is powerful. And God, Um, God in his word talks a lot about hope. And in 1 Corinthians 13, 13, this is the love chapter, right? We talked about the love chapter. Paul's talking about love and how this is what it looks like and this is how it acts. And then he starts talking about prophecy and how it's going to go away and knowledge is going to die. All these things are going to go away. We don't see everything the way we should see it, right? Um, but these three things remain faith hope and love So It's part of the big three, right? So sometime I call it the big three <laughs> So there's faith hope and love we understand faith, right? Because that's how we got into the kingdom of god, right that that faith We had to choose to believe what god says about himself and what he did for us on the cross That's how we actually got into it and then It's also how we please him and continue to please him throughout our walk with God, right? And love, wow, this is the basis of everything. God's love and who he is. He is love, so it's the basis of everything. So these are huge things, faith and love. And then he puts hope right there in the middle. Hope, why? Because we don't think about it. We don't ponder it. We don't, what is hope? It's kind of a a thing we don't think about. So um, how does, so the scripture says that it remains, it continues. So, so I'm a big word geek, sorry. I like, I, I find a lot of, God speaks to me a lot through looking up the definitions of things that we just say in life, right? Okay, what does that really mean? And does it, is, what I, is what I'm trying to get across really what I'm saying? And so I look up remain, and it means to continue or abide. Sometimes you can see that in scripture. Sometimes it says these things remain and these things continue. These things abide, right? Um, it continues to be present, to be held, to be kept continually. I kind of I kind of see it as when we were um, driving Dan to Florida and back to Florida. When you get into the south, you're on the highway, and all you see is trees <laughs> and trees and trees and trees. It just, all, it just continues. You think you're to the end of them, and then they continue on, right? So that's the meaning of remain. It just keeps going, right? So hope keeps going, right? It continues. It remains. It, it continue means to remain in existence. Wow. It it just exists all the time, kind of like our God, right? Yeah. Abide, to bear patiently and to do, endure without yielding. Doesn't give up. Doesn't stop, Right? So those are those, that's what that word means. So it's, it's a big thing. So all those three things do that, faith, hope, and love. So what is this hope that we're supposed to have? What does it mean? Um, so I, being a word geek, <laughs> I go and I look up the Hebrew word, because I do. <laughs> and it's, I'm not going to say it because I'll butcher it, but it means to wait. So sometimes when you see in scripture, I will wait upon the Lord, I will hope. In the Lord, it kind of means the same thing. So as we read some of the scriptures, so get your Bibles ready because we're going to go through a lot of scriptures. <laughs> um, uh, then the Greek one it means this is pretty cool. This is awesome. It's el peace. I did. not I can't. I did that one. Okay. Um, it's an expectation of good, joyful, confident, to anticipate, usually with ple- pleasure expectation of what is sure and certain. So it's it's joyful, first of all, that spoke to me. So it's not like sometimes we wish for something. Oh, I wish this would happen. I wish, I wish, I wish. It's almost like um, it's 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 a fretting kind of thing. Like I'm worrying, I'm fretting. But no, hope is joyful and confident. It has a different feel to it. It's confident that God's going to pull me through, right? Um, so, um, it's based upon what God says, our hope. And his word is true. He cannot lie, right? He is faithful. We talked, we sang saying that today. He's faithful. He never changes. His mercies are new every morning. We're saying that a lot today. Um, they are sure. Um, so I, when we were at the retreat, we were worshiping and God before I, um, gave my, my little talk. Um, he said, I need to look up the sign language for hope. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I found a little three minute video on hope from sign language. Now all you sign language people, I don't, I'm not going to butcher and I hope, but, um, there's three, three of them. Um, the first one is vision like this. You're looking to the future. So I have hope, right, for the future. The other one is this one. This is the wish one. Oh, I hope so. I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish. And the other one is hope. Do that again. Hope. So I thought it was pretty profound because what I learned. Hope, the battle between hope and despair is in your head. It is It is not... Um, Cut something that comes outside of you, um, I don't know what I'm saying, but, uh, but hope is in your head. So when, he's, when the, the sign language is this, it's pointing to your head, your thoughts, your mind, right? Hope. I think it's pretty cool. We're going to talk about that a little later. But I, so as I was preparing today, um, I, f- I found an article uh, from the world. The world actually values hope and sees the, sees the importance of hope. Um, this lady, her name is Wendy, I'm I going to say her name, uh, Kostakayan, she wrote a, an article on hope versus despair and she wrote it in 2013, which, you know, she hasn't met 2020 yet. <laughs> so some of these things are pretty cool. So, uh, she had some quotes in there from a couple people that are not Christians, I'm assuming, uh, Norman Cousin. Uh, American journalists said the capacity for hope is the most significant fact of life. The capacity of hope is the most significant fact of life. It provides human beings with a sense of destination and the energy to get started. So without hope, we don't move. We're kind of inactive, right? Another guy I saw, his name is Dr. Gottlieb. He had cancer, terminal cancer. And he said despair which is the opposite of hope in the short run is survivable but despair in the long run is fatal it will it can kill you if you despair is the opposite of hope is bad (laughs) really bad but god gave us hope but and hope gives us life right so in um proverbs 13:12 everybody knows this scripture when we talk about hope it says hope deferred makes the heart sick but we know we stop there we stop there we don't read the rest of the verse the verse the rest of the verse says but a um, trying to remember now <laughs> but a longing fulfilled is a tree of life the tree of life so that hope is, our, is life to us. It nourishes us. It pushes us forward. It gives us the, the energy to go to the next day, right? So Wendy was talking about uh, hope, or hope and despair and how the world just spins around us in chaos and big disasters can bring us into despair or even the day-to-day grind of life. Can bring us into despair. It's like, oh, I have to get up and do the thing again one more time, right? I'm, I'm just, oh, right. Um, and it creeps in. Despair, come, it creeps in a little bit, right? You don't expect it. You're not paying attention, and then it shows, comes in, and then, oh my gosh, then it's this big deal, right? And it makes our trials and our sufferings seem huge, seem huge and, and too big to get out of. And her response to hope was, she quoted a lady named Amy Engel, Engel, sorry. She said, thoughts lead to words, and words lead to action, and hope is the thread that binds up each. So our thoughts, here we go again, our thoughts lead to words, what we say, and lead to action, and hope is the thread that binds up each. And so when Wendy's a, a life coach, and so she, when she's counseling, she has her people think about something that happened in her, their life when they were in despair, and how did they get out of it? And she says, you must have taken some decision, found something positive to focus on, or moved into action of some kind. So she said you had to change what you were thinking you had to change to get out of the despair. You had to change what you were focusing on and what you're putting your thoughts towards. And it kind of makes me remember Romans 12:2, where it says, do not conform any longer to the, the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And then he says in Philippians, Paul says in Philippians 4, 8, now, dear brothers and sisters, finally, on one final thing, fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right, and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about these things that are excellent and worthy of praise. So, the world says that we have to start thinking differently. So so does God. God says the same thing. But, it's not out of our own power. It's not out of us deciding that. It's from the power of the Holy Spirit. That's the only way it lasts and it continues and remains, is through the power of the Holy Spirit. So it begs the question, obviously, um, hope is connected to what I think about. What do I think about? What do I ponder? What do I spy, let my, how do I let my, spot, my thoughts go? So um, <clears throat> it's like taking every, obedi- every thought obedient to, the, to Christ, right? And this is why I like the, the uh, sign language for hope. It's like this... I'm going to push down all those thoughts that are negative and that are not what God says, right? Hope, I'm pushing them down. So hope is intentional and it's active. It, it's not just say, hanging around. It's something we do. We've, we have to do. So when I started um, reading about hope, um, he took me to two fun books. Lamentations and Job. Yay. <laughs> Those are fun books. Um, and there's some things in this, in these two books that is so profound and so, um, life giving to us. So I'm going to talk about Lamentations first. Um, I'll tell you a little bit of history. Um, out of their sin, Israel's sin, God had judged them. And had destroyed, uh, Jerusalem. And Jer- we think it was Jeremiah who was, um, who wrote, wrote Lamentations. We don't know for sure. But it's, it was a poetic book. It was very structured. It was written on purpose. And how it was written was very purposeful. Um, he spent two chapters complaining. This is misery. How many times can he say how horrible it is? <laughs> it's just so horrible. Kind of like 2020, right? horrible. <laughs> We're in the pit of despair. Abby, can you do that one first picture? So one of my favorite movies in all the world is Princess Bride. Yes. <laughs> this is the pit of despair. <laughs> and the albino was torturing Wesley, right? And he would, he would torture him and then he would heal them all up again so he could torture him again. Right. That's what he did. Kind of feels like our life. Right. <laughs> it just keeps coming, keeps coming. But hope remains. Hope remains. And so. Um, so that was what is happening in Lamentations. It was just like, oh, this is just keeps going, keeps going. So we get to chapter three and right in the middle in verses. I can't read it. Three 19 through 26. He gives us. A blueprint kind of of what he wants us to learn and how we can pour out our heart to God. It, we don't need to negate what's happening around us. We don't need to say no that's not happening. It's not optimism. It's not I'm um, mind over matter. It is um, this is happening around us. The, Jerusalem is burning. We're in misery, right? So we can pour out our heart to God and so we're going to read this scripture In verse 19, I remember my affliction and my wandering, the bitterness and gall. I will remember, I well remember them, and my soul is downcast within me. I left this scripture in here because it kind of says everything that was happening, right? Yet, one little word, yet, changes everything. This I call to mind, and therefore I have hope. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for his passions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. I say to myself, the Lord is my portion. Therefore, I wait in him, or I hope in him. The Lord is good to those whose hope is in him and to the one who seeks him. It is good to wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. Yet, yet, we're going to jump to Job 1315. Job, wow. It wasn't because of his sin. He did nothing wrong. He was attacked, right? And he had lost everything at this point. He lost his family. He lost his money. He lost his health. He was talking to his friends. and He said one little thing. That is quite amazing. He said, though he slay me, yet I will hope in him. Yet, though he slay me, yet I will hope in him. So, being the word geek I am, I looked up yet. (laughs) Yet, wow, it means at the same time, but nevertheless. Nevertheless. At the same time, but nevertheless. So at the same time you're destroying, it, you're destroying Jerusalem and there's misery in the streets. Yet I will hope in him because this is who my God is. This is who I know him to be. So yet, same with Job. He'd lost everything. While I'm in pain, while I have these sores over my body, I have no family, I have no wealth. And my friends are coming at me. I will hope. I will hope. So the actual translation of though he slay me, yet I will hope in him is, he will surely slay me. I have no hope. Yet I will. It doesn't matter that this horrible stuff is happening to me. Yet I will. So again, the battle is in our head. Um, it's what we choose to think about. And so on these scriptures, the author in Jeremiah said, I will, I will call to my mind. I will call to my mind and I will remember the things that I know about my God. Um, so we're going to go to Psalm. And so it's in your head, is what I want to say. Um, and it's really seen pretty interesting in, in Psalm 42. As I was reading it yesterday, I'm like, okay, this psalm is pretty cool. Sad, happy, sad, happy is <laughs> what it does. But the psalmist commanded his soul to bring itself into hope. And it says, so let's read this one. I'm going to try to read it fairly quickly. Um as the deer pants for the streams of water, so my soul pants for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. Who can, Where can I go and meet with God? My tears have been my, fu- my food day and night, while people say to me all day long, where's your God? This is kind of sad, you know, where's your God? Then he starts to think, okay, well, these things I remember as I pour out my soul how I used to go out to the house of God under the protection of the mighty one. So it's getting a little more positive, right? So he's thinking, okay, I remember this. Uh, With shouts of joy and praise among the festive throng. So he was remembering those things, right? Oh, here we go again. Why so downcast, O my soul? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my savior and my God. My soul is downcast within me. Therefore, I remember you from the land of the Jordan, the heights of Hermon from Mount Mizar. Deep calls to deep in the roar. So he's thinking really positive there, right? He's, he's saying yet. Deep calls to deep in the roar of your waterfalls. All your waves and breakers swept over me. By the day, he's starting to get positive. By the day, the Lord directs his love. At night, his song is with me. A prayer to the God of my life. To the... A prayer to the God of my life. I say to my, the God of my, I say to God, my Rock. Why have you forgotten me? Okay, where is He going now? <laughs> it's like what? It's like you turn <laughs> Why must I go about the morning and impress, go about mourning and oppressed by the enemy? My bones suffer mor- mortal an- agony, and, and as my foes taught me, saying to me all day long, "Where is your God?" What my soul? Why are you so downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise Him, my Savior and my God. So in this scripture, you see him kind of going in and then out and in it. So it's in your head, and he was telling, he's having to say to his his soul, put your trust in God, put your trust in God, praise Him, praise Him. And so, I looked up the word "put." And put is interesting. I, if, when I came here, I just set my glass down, right? I didn't pay attention to it, right? But put has, means something. It means I take something and I put it. It's specifically right there. It's a specific place. And so when he says, put your hope in God, it's intentional. It's not I'm just setting it down wherever. It's I'm putting it right here in my God. I am not putting it I'm just not setting it down it's specific and it's intentional so um, I want to talk about um, at, Abby can you do the second picture from Princess Bride <laughs> this is a funny one I saw this yesterday I had to laugh so this is another one from Princess Bride say it see where are we we're in the bed of despair and he says yeah 2020 <laughs> So when we find ourselves in this pit, how do we get ourselves out, right? And, and we've had a lot of experience with it in 2020, haven't we? Um, the prophecy talked about all the things that the world was trying to give us. It was trying to give us fear and sadness and depression and despair and hate. It was trying. The world was trying to give us all that stuff. But God, right? But God has, has given us other things that we need to focus on, put our focus on, which is his love and, his, and faith and hope and joy. Those are the things he wants us to think about. So how do we do that? It's with remembering, first of all. We need to remember where we've come. And remember what we know about our God. Because he's pretty cool. He's pretty awesome. He's faithful. We sang that today. We sang um, uh, in the one song where it says, my afflictions, I can't even think about them anymore. Because I'm focused on you. They just go away. Right? All those things that afflict me, that hurt me, that pull me down, I don't even remember anymore. Because I'm looking at you. I'm fixing my eyes on you. Right? So, he says in Psalm 63, this is a pretty cool psalm. It's the psalm of David. He was in the desert, and he was being chased by Saul. Pretty dark place, right? Um, And what does he say? You are my God. Earnestly, I seek you. I thirst for you. My whole body longs for you. In a dry and parched land where there is no water. It was a desert. I have seen you in the sanctuary. Right? I've seen you. That's past tense. I've seen you there. And beheld your glory and your power. Because your love is better than life, my lips will glorify you. I will praise you as long as I live. And in your name, I will lift my hands. I will be fully satisfied as with the richest of foods. With singing on my lips, with singing my lips will praise you. On my bed, I will remember you. I think of you through the watches of the night because you are my help. I sing in the shadow of your wings. I cling to you in your right hand upholds me. In this scripture, it shows you two things you can do to walk in hope. First is to remember. To remember where you've been and where you are now and who got you there and how he got you there. And then he says, the other way is through praise. Focusing um focusing my eyes and praising you with my lips what i say what comes out of my mouth is praise to you all these things are happening around me right but yet yet i will praise you yet so the little picture abby with the flower little picture this is hope right this little seed came up through that little spot and produced something something beautiful all the other seeds under there right couldn't find it how did this guy find it (laughs) he went he persevered he focused and went so as we leave here today I want you to take your yet with you. And I want you to put your hope in God. I want you to, to intentionally put your hope, hope in God. It's taking everything that the world is throwing at you and saying, yet I will. So, yet at the same time, but nevertheless... During sickness, you are my healer. Yet, you are my healer, Lord. You are. In fear, Father, you are you are my refuge and my strength. A very present help in time of trouble. In financial issues, right? While that's happening at the same time, yet, God, you are my source. You, you've given me everything I need. Everything I need. When I'm walking in sin, I'm I'm fighting that sin that comes easily and comes against me, right? That You are my forgiver and my redeemer. That your blood did cover all of my sin. All of it. And then in unrest, when there's lots of chaos going on around me, Lord, you give me peace that I don't understand. You are my peace. And in despair, Father... You are faithful to your word. You will perform it. You will do it. You will do it. His word is true and sure. He cannot lie. And in sadness, when we're fighting sadness and depression, the joy of the Lord is my strength. And I will choose to speak his praise. I will choose to focus on you. So, Thank you, Lord. I just thank you right now, Father, that we will, as we go out, Father, that we will choose to yet, that yet I will call to my mind. I will remember you, and I will speak out your praise and what I know about you. I will change the way I think. I will change the things I focus on. I will change the things I dwell on and I will dwell on you because I know you are faithful and you are true